Today is September the 4th. Today, David prepares Solomon for kingship. Reading through the Bible in a year today, I'd like you to read 1 Chronicles chapters 27 to 29. Now, all of this is new material not included in the book of Kings. In the book of Kings, it appears that Solomon prepared the temple. Book of Chronicles tells us, no, actually, David, who was not allowed to build the temple, made all the preparations for the temple. He passed them on to Solomon. And Solomon uh, was given the, the uh, early uh, leadership in that. Um, chapters 27 and 28, uh, we have the preparation for the, for the temple instructions in chapter 28 given to Solomon. And then finally, in chapter 29, Solomon is named as king. Uh, it's interesting, it does not mention Adonijah, if you remember from the book of Kings. Adonijah proclaimed himself king, Adonijah, an older brother of Solomon. Well, in the book of Chronicles, we are simply following, following the succession of uh, the Judaic king line, and it passes through Solomon. So that's all Chronicles is really interested in. The other thing that we don't see in the book of Kings, we're told how Solomon consolidated his throne actually through several uh, murders. Uh, Joab was killed and uh, uh, others who had opposed David were killed. None of that is mentioned here. The important thing is to see the Davidic line of kings, starting with King David, stretching on through Solomon. Enjoy today as you read First Chronicles 27 to the end of the book. First Chronicles 27 to 29, New Living Translation, First Chronicles 27. This is a list of Israelite generals and captains and their officers who served the king by supervising the army divisions that were on duty each month of the year. Each division served for one month and had 24,000 troops. Jeshobim, son of Zabdiel, was commander of the first division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the first month. He was a descendant of Perez and was in charge of all the army officers for the first month. Dodai, a descendant of Ahoa, was commander of the second division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the second month. Mikloth was his chief officer. Benaiah, son of Jehoiada the priest, was commander of the third division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the third month. This was the Benaiah who commanded David's elite military group, known as the Thirty. His son, Amizabad, his chief officer. Asahel, the brother of Joab, was commander of the fourth division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the fourth month. Asahel was succeeded by his son, Zebediah. Shammah, the Ezrahite, 
was commander of the 5th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the 5th month. Ira, son of Ikesh from Tekoa, was commander of the 6th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the 6th month. Helez, a descendant of Ephraim from Pelon, was commander of the 7th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the 7th month. Sibekai, a descendant of Zerah from Husha, was commander of the 8th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the 8th month. Abiezer, from Anathoth in the territory of Benjamin, was commander of the 9th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the ninth month. Maharaya, descendant of Zerah of Netophah, was commander of the 10th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the 10th month. Benaiah, from Pirathon and Ephraim, was commander of the 11th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the 11th month. Heled, a descendant of Othniel from Netophah, was commander of the 12th Division of 24,000 troops, which was on duty during the 12th month. The following were the tribes of Israel and their leaders. The tribe of Reuben, Eleazar, son of Zikri. The tribe of Simeon, Shephatiah, son of Makkah. The tribe of Levi, Hashabiah, son of Kemuel. The tribe of Aaron, the priests, Zadok. The tribe of Judah, Elihu, a brother of David. The tribe of Issachar, Omri, son of Michael. The tribe of Zebulun, Ishmaiah son of Obadiah, the tribe of Naphtali, Jeremoth, son of Azrian, the tribe of Ephraim, Hoshea, son of Azaziah, the tribe of Manasseh in the west, Joel, son of Pediah, the tribe of Manasseh in Gilead in the east, Edo, son of Zechariah, the tribe of Benjamin, Jaasiel, son of Abner, the tribe of Dan, Azarel, son of Jehoram. These were the leaders of the tribes of Israel. When David took his census, he did not count those who were younger than twenty years of age, because the Lord had promised to make the Israelites as numerous as the stars in heaven. Joab, son of Zeruiah, began the census, but never finished it, because the anger of God fell on Israel. The total number was never recorded in King David's official records. Azmaveth, son of Adiel, was in charge of the palace treasuries. Jonathan, son of Uzziah, was in charge of the regional treasuries throughout the towns, villages, and fortresses of Israel. Ezri, son of Kelub, was in charge of the field workers who farmed the king's lands. Shimei from Ramah was in charge of the king's vineyards. Zabdi from Shepham was responsible for the grapes and the supplies of wine. Balhanan from Gator was in charge of the king's olive groves and sycamore fig trees in the foothills of Judah. Joash was responsible for the supplies of olive oil. Shitrai from Sharon was in charge of the cattle on the Sharon plain. Shaphat, son of Adlai, was responsible for the cattle in the valleys. Obil, the Ishmaelite, was in charge of the camels. Jedeah from Meronoth was in charge of the donkeys. Jaziz the Hagrite was in charge of the king's flocks 
of sheep and goats. All these officials were overseers in King David's property. Jonathan, David's uncle, was a wise counselor to the king, a man of great insight, and a scribe. Jehiel, the Hakmonite, was responsible for teaching the king's sons. Ahithophel was the royal advisor. Hushai, the archite, was the king's friend. Ahithophel was succeeded by Jehoiada, son of Beniah, and by Abiathar, Joab, was commander of the king's army. First Chronicles 28 David summoned all the officials of Israel to Jerusalem, the leaders of the tribes, the commanders of the army divisions, the other generals and captains, the overseers of the royal property and livestock, the palace officials, the mighty men, and all the other brave warriors in the kingdom. David rose to his feet and said, My brothers and my people, it was my desire to build a temple where the Ark of the Lord's Covenant, God's footstool, could rest permanently. I made the necessary preparations for building it, but God said to me, You must not build a temple to honor my name, for you're a warrior and have shed much blood. Yet the Lord, the God of Israel, has chosen me from among all my father's family to be king over Israel forever, for he's chosen the tribe of Judah to rule from among the families of Judah. He chose my father's family." And from among my father's sons, the Lord was pleased to make me king over all Israel. From among my sons, for the Lord has given me many, he chose Solomon to succeed me on the throne of Israel and to rule over the Lord's kingdom. He said to me, your son Solomon will build my temple and its courtyards, for I've chosen him as my son. I'll be his father. If he continues to obey my commands and regulations as he does now, I'll make his kingdom last forever. So now, with God as our witness and in the sight of all Israel, the Lord's assembly, I give you this charge. Be careful to obey all the commands of the Lord your God so that you may continue to possess this good land and leave it to your children as a permanent inheritance. And Solomon, my son, learn to know the God of your ancestors intimately Worship and serve him with your whole heart and a willing mind. For the Lord sees every heart and knows every plan and thought. If you seek him, you'll find him. But if you forsake him, he'll reject you forever. So take this seriously. The Lord has chosen you to build a temple as his sanctuary. Be strong and do the work. Then David gave Solomon the plans for the temple and its surroundings including the entry room, the storerooms, the upstairs rooms, the inner rooms, and the inner sanctuary, which was the place of atonement. David also gave Solomon all the plans he had in mind for the courtyards of the Lord's temple, the outside rooms, the treasuries, and the rooms for the gifts dedicated to the Lord. The king also gave Solomon the instructions concerning the work of the various divisions of priests and Levites in the temple of the Lord and he gave specifications for the items in the temple that were to be used for worship. David gave instructions regarding how much gold and silver should be used to make the items needed for service. He told Solomon the amount of gold needed for the gold lampstands and lamps, and the amount of silver for the silver lampstands and lamps, depending on how each would be used. He designated the amount of gold for the table on which the bread of the presence would be placed, and the amount of silver for other tables. 
David also designated the amount of gold for the solid gold meat hooks used to handle the sacrificial meat, and for the basins, pitchers, and dishes, as well as the amount of silver for every dish. He designated the amount of refined gold for the altar of incense. Finally, he gave him a plan for the Lord's chariot, the gold cherubim, whose wings were stretched out over the Ark of the Lord's Covenant. Every part of this plan, David told Solomon, was given to me in writing from the hand of God. Then David continued, Be strong and courageous and do the work. Don't be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord God, my God, is with you. He'll not fail you or forsake you. He'll see to it that all the work related to the temple of the Lord is finished correctly. The various divisions of priests and Levites will serve in the temple of God. Others, with skills of every kind, will volunteer, and the officials and the entire nation are at your command. First Chronicles 29 Then King David turned to the entire assembly and said, My son Solomon, whom God has clearly chosen as the next king of Israel, is still young and inexperienced. The work of head of him is enormous, for the temple he will build is not for mere mortals. It's for the Lord God himself. Using every resource at my command, I gathered as much as I could for building the temple of my God. Now there's enough gold, silver, bronze, iron, and wood, as well as great quantities of onyx, other precious stones, costly jewels, and all kinds of fine stone and marble. And now, because of my devotion to the temple of my God, I'm giving all of my own private treasuries of gold and silver to help in the construction. This is in addition to the building materials I've already collected for this holy temple. I'm donating more than 112 tons of gold from Ophir and 262 tons of refined silver to be used for overlaying the walls of the buildings and for the other gold and silver work to be done by the craftsmen. Now then, who will follow my example and give offerings to the Lord today? Then the family leaders, the leaders of the tribes of Israel, the generals and captains of the army, the king's administrative officers, all gave willingly. For the construction of the temple of God, they gave about 188 tons of gold, 10,000 gold coins, 375 tons of silver, 675 tons of bronze, 3,750 tons of iron. They also contributed numerous precious stones, which were deposited in the treasury of the house of the Lord, under the care of Jehiel, a descendant of Gershon. The people rejoiced over the offerings, for they had given freely and wholeheartedly to the Lord, and King David was filled with joy. Then David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly. O Lord, the God of our ancestor Israel, may you be praised forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty. Everything in the heavens and on earth is yours, O Lord. This is your kingdom. We adore you as the one who is over all things. Wealth and honor come from you alone, for you rule over everything. Power and might are in your hand. At your discretion, people are made great and given strength. O oh, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name 
But who am I and who are my people that we could give anything to you? Everything we have comes from you. We give only what you first gave us. We are here for only a moment, visitors and strangers in the land as our ancestors were before us. Our days on earth are like a passing shadow, gone so soon without a trace. O oh Lord our God, even this material we've gathered to build a temple to honor your holy name comes from you. It all belongs to you. I know, my God, that you examine our hearts and rejoice when you find integrity there. You know I've done all this with good motives. I've watched your people offer their gifts willingly and joyously. O oh Lord, the God of our ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, make your people always want to obey you. See to it that their love for you never changes. Give my son Solomon the wholehearted desire to obey all your commands, laws, and decrees, and to do everything necessary to build this temple for which I've made these preparations. Then David said to the whole assembly, Give praise to the Lord your God. And the entire assembly praised the Lord, the God of their ancestors, and they bowed low and knelt before the Lord and the king. The next day they brought a thousand bulls, a thousand rams, and a thousand male lambs as burnt offerings to the Lord. They also brought liquid offerings and many other sacrifices on behalf of all Israel. They feasted and drank in the Lord's presence with great joy that day. And again they crowned David's son Solomon as their new king. They anointed him before the Lord as the leader. They anointed Zadok as priest. So Solomon took the throne of the Lord in place of his father David, and he succeeded in everything, and all Israel obeyed him. All the officials, the warriors, and the sons of King David pledged their loyalty to King Solomon. And the Lord exalted Solomon in the sight of all Israel, and he gave Solomon greater royal splendor than any king in Israel before him. So David, the son of Jesse, reigned over all Israel. He reigned over Israel for forty years, seven of them in Hebron, thirty-three in Jerusalem. He died at a ripe old age, having enjoyed long life, wealth, and honor. Then his son Solomon ruled in his place. All the events of King David's reign from beginning to end are written in the record of Samuel the seer, the record of Nathan the prophet, and the record of Gad, the seer. These accounts include the mighty deeds of his reign and everything that happened to him and to Israel and to all the surrounding kingdoms. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll see Solomon's early years.